When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Cog Hill Golf and Country Club. You guys know that we have recently partnered with Cog Hill to not only tell the story of public golf, because we are huge fans of public golf over here at GU, but also because of all the great things that they have going on over at their location. They are located here near Lamont, Illinois, on the border of Palos Park, as well as Lamont. And they've just got so many great things going on. So stay tuned, not only to uh, this podcast, but also our YouTube channel. Be sure to go out there and subscribe for more information on all the great things that are happening at Cog Hill. And of course, follow us on social. We are also brought to you by our friends over at WorldwideGolfShops.com. They've got everything you need. You hear me say it every single week, every episode, whether it be accessories, training aids, equipment, apparel, anything you need. Go out to WorldwideGolfShops.com and pick it up today. They always have deals going on, too. Just insane things that you wouldn't find anywhere else. WorldwideGolfShops.com. And, of course, last but certainly not least, our friends over at Cleveland, Strixon, Zegzio, and A6 Golf have been partners of ours for a few years now. Uh, been playing better golf now. It just feels so much better to play golf. Took a lesson over at Cog Hill. You've got great equipment already in your bag. You want to play as great as your equipment performs. And quite frankly, that's the case with everything that I've got in there from Srixon, from Cleveland. It's just they're the best in the game, in my opinion. And so I am proud to continue to be partners with them and go out and check them out. Cleveland, Srixon, Zegzio, and Asics. You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. And now, the owner and host of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, Adam Fonseca. Welcome back, everyone, to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam, and you may notice that my intro is a little bit different. I feel a little bit lighter, and I'm going to explain that in today's episode as well. You know how to get in touch with me over at social media, at social media, on social media, at Golf Unfiltered, and you can send me an email, adam at golfunfiltered.com. This podcast is always powered by secondcitygolf.com. You know that that's the collective that I do uh, with my buddy Bill Bush over at Driving Range Heroes and our mutual friend Chris McEwen uh, over at McEwen Media. He actually just started his own website. You should check that out if you need some media services. Uh, he's also the co-host with Bill of That Range Life, a show sometimes about golf on YouTube, and he is the host of the Golf Origin Stories podcast. A quick side note uh, about our buddy Bill Bush. I am glad that he's doing uh, better. Um, that is a reason why, if you're a fan of the Big Time Golf Guys podcast, we've not had an episode in a little bit. Uh, Bill needed a break. Um, he has written about what that was over at DrivingRangeHeroes.com most recently, uh, at least as far as the time of this recording. Um, and I think the overarching message, um, and Bill, I hope you don't mind me saying this, is really take care of yourself. Make sure that you've got everything in order. I know we're all getting older and we want to make sure that we're still in the game, whatever that means for us, whether it be our job or these silly podcasts that we do or websites that we run. Uh, but Bill had a scare recently, and it's just great to see that he's doing better. He's on the mend, and he will return. And the Big Time Golf Guys podcast will return once the time is right. So shout out to our buddy Bill. Um, 
Today is an interesting episode because I want to cover two things. One, I want to cover just, uh, again, Bryson DeChambeau's in the news. It's hard to not talk about this guy. And I think that is obviously in the era of the player impact program or the PIP. Uh, that is exactly what he wants. And by now, I don't think anything is real anymore. I think everyone's just trying to get engagement some way or another. But once again, he's in the news. And we're going to talk about that just briefly. And towards the end of today, uh, some news about Golf and Filtered in general. If you follow me on social media, you might already know what I'm referring to. But I'm going to de- detail that a little bit more uh, towards the end of today's show. So let's get back to Bryson. Okay. So at the time of this recording... Uh, it's the Thursday of the Rocket Mortgage um, tournament stop, and uh, where Bryson is the defending champion. And uh, literally today, Thursday, round one, we learn that his uh, his caddy, uh, Tim Tucker, quit, uh, or at the very least, we know that they have parted ways. Everything that I'm reading, everything that I'm hearing, there have been a few people that I've been able to contact uh, who know a lot more about the story than certainly I do, not being at uh, or in Detroit, the site of the Rocket Mortgage, uh, is that Tucker quit. He actually, they parted ways, but it was really prompted by him leaving. They uh, have been working together for quite some time. Uh, People who have been following that pairing may remember that they had broken up, quote unquote, before got back together again in a working relationship, and now they are split up once again. Uh, This is really, really odd for those of you who might not watch a lot of pro golf. Um, This doesn't really ever happen, uh, especially during a week where your player, in this case Bryson, is the defending champion. Um, Referencing a Golf Week article, and there are many articles that you can read uh, regarding this just insane news. Uh, Tucker actually texted Golf Week, and I'm quoting an article by uh, Adam Schupack here. Uh, Tucker mentioned, I love the kid, referring to Bryson, hardest worker I have ever seen, proud to have been his caddy. I wouldn't be surprised to see him win Rocket Mortgage. He is hitting it great. Pretty, uh, pretty vanilla response there. I guess we couldn't expect Tim to just go scorched earth and say something and air a bunch of dirty laundry. Of course, that would be highly unprofessional. And nobody would ever want him to work for them. Uh, Clearly, he's going to need to find another bag. I don't know his situation as far as, you know, a career caddy goes. But I imagine that we're going to see Tim Tucker on somebody's bag here relatively soon, especially because of the success that Bryson has had and he, uh, Tucker, has contributed to. So what do we even make of this news? I mean, uh, the only people obviously are going to know all the details are within Bryson's inner circle as well as Tucker's inner circle. Uh, which I assume is quite smaller than Bryson's. But at any rate, the bigger conversation here is not what went on between the two of them that led to the breakup. There's clearly going to be stories that come out. I've already heard rumblings of, oh, Bryson's not, you know, uh, the best liked person off the course. I mean, I don't know if he's the most liked person on the course. Um, But I'm sure a lot of that's going to be hearsay. And so I I don't want to go down that path. Instead, though, I think it's just the the swirling news cycle that apparently revolves around Bryson. And as much as it pains me to say it, this guy, dare I say, is the needle in golf right now. By the way, the uh, the honking that you hear behind me is my uh, oldest dog that uh, hasn't been doing so great. But I digress. At any rate, Bryson is just a lightning rod 
of content. He is the one name that everyone can think about, whether you be a diehard golf fan or even a golf fan in passing. I would I would think that even the most casual golf fan is aware of the unique name that is Bryson DeChambeau. I I can't stand the guy. I, I really can't. I've not been uh, coy about that or tried to hide that on Twitter at all. I go back and forth, in all honesty, between whether or not I'm going to go full bore all in on this guy because this is just the most incredible roller coaster ride personality that I can remember uh, for all the wrong reasons. Uh, but of course, he's got you know his success as well, winning a major and other things. And then I go back on the other side, and it's like, no, I don't want anything to do with this guy. I almost liken him to Patrick Reed in terms of the annoyance factor, and uh, I don't want to see him on my television. I'm, I'm, I go back and forth almost weekly, sometimes daily. I can tell you that when I talk about Bryson with my, my inner circle of diehard golf fans, I think we all pretty much agree that he's extraordinarily annoying, absolutely unique and probably really good for the game and not for the game in terms of how it's played because I've got so many opinions about that but more so because it brings a spotlight to the game that we enjoy watching the dynamic of what unfolded around this news regarding Bryson and his caddy this week of the rocket mortgage was just a it was the epitome of how Social media in golf right now works. A few days before the tournament started, there's this video clearly staged, at least in part, that included Bryson, Tim Tucker, and then Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson playing a quote-unquote joke or prank on Bryson by bending his 8-iron and then putting it back into his bag. It was very poorly acted, but it was, it was funny. I laughed. And then suddenly, this happens. The breakup occurs, and... The tournament isn't even 18 holes old yet. It's it, it's just wild. And then, of course, when that happens, everybody on Twitter starts talking about it. There's still promotional videos that are going out from PGATour.com that are pre-recorded that include Bryson and Tucker at the same time. It's it's insane. It's absolutely insane how, how the dynamic between what's happening at the tournament in real time versus what is being depicted from a marketing perspective. And by the way, Phil Mickelson had a little fun week this week as well. A story written by some reporter in the for some Detroit publication brings up, you know, something that happened, I think it was 20 years ago regarding gambling habits of Phil. And he just made his return to Detroit. And then I believe he actually responded to a few people on Twitter saying, hey, this is the last time that I'm ever coming back. Just that I keep using the word dynamic. It's it's insane. All this stuff happening at once. And again, we're not even in the second round yet at the time of this recording. As it relates to Bryson, though, he, as I mentioned, being a lightning rod that he is for all sorts of engagement, both good and bad. Fresh off the heels of whatever spat contrived organic of whatever between him and Brooks Kepka. It just, it doesn't stop with this guy. And to be fair, it doesn't stop with Brooks either. I mean, shortly, within, I think, within 30 minutes of the news breaking that uh, Tim and Bryson have broken up or ended their working relationship, 
uh, Brooks goes out on Twitter and he sends a uh, thank you to his caddy, just praising him. He, that is just A-plus trolling. A-plus trolling. I have, n- I, I have no qualms saying that I absolutely love everything about that feud. I love it. We need more of it. I don't care. There are traditionalists that are probably thinking, no, that's so childish, and Brooks is blah, blah, blah. No, I don't care. I loved I loved the Detroit Pistons versus the Bulls versus the Knicks versus the Pacers in the 90s. I need that in my sports. That's what I need. Give me more of that. It makes for a more enjoyable viewing experience, in my opinion, and certainly for the most casual golf fan. I mean, if we're, we are tied and we are drawn to drama, we're drawn to intrigue, we're drawn to just extreme things in what would normally seem mundane and normal. And golf is the epitome, most of the time, of mundane and normal. And we are still doing this. And we are, we are talking about this on a Thursday of a regular Detroit Rocket Mortgage Tour event. It's, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Did I just become a Bryson fan? You have to think that he, he's very self-aware of all of this happening. Bryson, I mean. Or perhaps, is he so lacking in self-awareness, and this is truly who he is? I mean, I don't know people that unlucky to get this much attention, and clearly, you know, we're talking about a high-profile person here, but I can't think, outside of Tiger, another player that there's just so much press around, and that is the entire point of why his brands like Bridgestone and Cobra and Puma... He is the face of all of those brands. All of them. People will argue with me and say that Tiger is still the the face of uh, Bridgestone. No, they are wrong. It is Bryson now. People would probably say, no, you know, I think Ricky still... No, Ricky hasn't done anything in forever. Bryson is the face of that now. All due respect to Lexi Thompson as well, I don't care. Brands have latched onto him, and they are going to ride this Bryson wave as long and as crazy as it goes. I don't know if it's a good idea. I really don't. I think all of us are just going to sit back, pop our popcorn, eat it, and we're going to look at it and just say, look, this is a car crash that just continues to happen every single week, and we love it. That's who we are now. That's who we are. That's what we enjoy to do. That's, that's what we do for enjoyment. For his sake, in all seriousness, for his sake, I hope that, one, he doesn't rip every tendon and ligament in his lower body doing what he's doing with the golf club. I mean, I, I don't see how that won't happen, uh, or at least have some, and I'm not wishing this upon him, please let me be clear, but he, there's just, it's just a violent movement. I don't see how he can maintain that forever, but I, people have been saying that forever. But I also hope that he is able to wrangle this this brand of himself in a a mentality that he himself has spoken about, about his brand. And he has the ability to define what it is. He really does. And I hope that bygones are bygones, that we don't hear a bunch of stuff coming out from you know, Tim Tucker or from either inner circle. I I think it's going to happen. That's just the world we live in now. And like I said before, we will read it. Um, but he could be really good. I was talking to a, a good friend of mine 
uh, playing golf the other day, Chris Campbell, he works over at Mizuno. Um, we just went out for a round of golf, you know, just, you know, BS and talking about golf or whatever. And, you know, we, we pretty much came to the conclusion that, you know, if, if this is what it takes to get more people to the game, while the previous needle in the game, Tiger Woods is on the shelf and probably going to be for as long as we can think. If this is what we need, then you know what, Bryson, go out and win everything. Go out and do it. I don't have to like it. I don't have to like it. Just go out and win. Win trophies, do whatever you're going to do. If that brings more people to the game, fine. That's that's fun. Helps everybody out. Gives us more stuff to talk about. But I think there's a way that he can do that where it's not some circus sideshow that, unfortunately, I think he's on a path for right now. He can he can adjust that narrative. You know, everyone can say what they want about the media, whatever. It's not untrue, but he can he can shift. Uh, he can at least add a little bit of spice to that narrative, if nothing else. Let me know what you think about that. Adam at golfunfilter.com via email. Send me uh, something on social at golfunfilter. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. You know where to find me. On that point, it brings me to the second topic I wanted to talk a little bit about. And this is more personal in nature, and it's... Uh, has to do with golf and filtered in general. So earlier this week, at the time of this recording, I uh, I closed golfandfilter.com, the website. Just to clarify, uh, golf unfiltered as a whole uh, include included the website. It's hard to talk in past tense now. Uh, certainly, this podcast and oh, we have a YouTube channel that's growing. It's just you know very early on. We're still trying to figure out what the heck we want to do with that. But the decision to close the website wasn't one that I took lightly. And I would be lying if I didn't say that um, it had been on my mind for a while. The reason being is because the way that engagement is right now is so different than when it was, heck, I don't know, 15 years ago when I started doing uh, ChicagoDuffer.com. Some of you may remember that. That was the original golf unfiltered that was something that i started uh, like i said about 15 or so years ago podcast followed shortly after you've probably heard the story before if you've been a longtime listener i started to monitor and really pay close attention to the way that i choose to engage with content hashtag content without a doubt social media is number one and that's probably a problem <laughs> I still think that social media is probably the uh, the antichrist. Um, the other is YouTube. I've been watching a lot of YouTube lately. It's just easy to do when you're you know working from home now and you've got uh, something that you're trying to figure out. And YouTube, hell, I don't want to read about it. Tell me about it. Show me about it. And then I consulted with a few uh, a few people, a lot of people actually, um, including a lawyer. <laughs> Because we do have the trademark. We'd have to make sure that that's still a thing. Um, but I talked to a lot of folks, including, uh, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this. I reached out to uh, Ryan French. You probably know him as Monday Q Info on Twitter. Fantastic Twitter account. If you don't follow him already, please do so. He's, he's very unique in what he covers, and he does a really good job at it. And he genuinely looks like he enjoys it. you know. And that's, that's something to note, because uh, speaking from experience, uh, that's not always the case. Sometimes it gets to be a little bit more work than enjoyment. And this is something that I do uh, for enjoyment, first and foremost. And I made a uh, promise to myself a long time ago that uh, if this ever seemed more work than it's worth, then I would stop doing it. 
Uh, and when I had that conversation with Ryan, you know, we had a really good back and forth, just trying to understand like how people consume content right now, you know, all the different ways that accessibility has changed over the years, you know, and his success certainly with Twitter, because he started off primarily on a Twitter account. And of course now he's with the fire pit collective and taking all of that into consideration, you know, I figured, you know what? Yeah, we've got equipment reviews on the website. We've got some opinions that I've written. We've put every podcast that I've done, uh, I've put the file on the on the website. Um, but I don't go to websites like anymore for most things. You know, Amazon, sure. E-commerce, that type of stuff I'll go to. News, eh, every so often I should probably not do that as much because it's all trash. But when it came to golf, I mean, really, it's just a matter of, all right, well, what's on my new uh, Spotify playlist here for podcasts and who's making a fool of themselves on Twitter and Instagram, you know, for the just to be well-rounded. So trying to lean things out on my end and really admittedly losing the passion and the uh, not really having the time to uh, maintain the website anymore, it, it seemed like a pretty, pretty easy easy decision to uh, to close it. So uh, that will allow me to do a few things. That will allow me to not have to focus on that anymore, <laughs> but also to focus more on this, to focus more on speaking with all of you, to having additional interview guests. Uh, will that mean that we no longer do written reviews for now? Yeah, that's what that means. Um, I want to do more reviews, and we're going to continue to bring interviews with uh, brands and personalities, just like our intro says, uh, as often as we can. I, I love having these conversations with you directly. We're going to try to do more on YouTube as well. YouTube is it's just, it has grown to be a, um, and this is probably the, the case for the last couple of years, it is a hub of information that you can 100% uh, run a career from alone. You don't need to do anything else. If you are engaging, if you are, it's the old adage, you know, the cream rises to the top. If you can do that, you can, you can make a heck of a living on YouTube. That's never been the goal of mine, by the way. And I think I've been pretty transparent with that. But I think the overarching point is there are so many ways that you can engage with golf content these days to enjoy the game more. And almost none of it is tied to a website anymore. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, you know, hey, there's this website that I go to all the time. There's where, you know, this is where I go to learn about this. And Adam, you're wrong. There's a thing. Well, that's that's true. That's definitely true. But for us, uh, it didn't seem to make sense anymore. We weren't getting the return on investment. I have no problem saying that to you all. I've been pretty transparent all the time. We don't have the largest following in the world, but we have a loyal following. And you all are core golfers who enjoy talking about the game, listening uh, to me talk about the game, I hope, and uh, listening to the people that come on the show. And there are people that still are lined up to come on. We're going to have some great guests coming up very soon. Those will continue. And quite frankly, you know, I'm, I'm excited to learn a little bit more and to challenge myself to do different things, particularly with video, uh, with the help of probably a few friends, um, and and to see where that goes. You, you never know. You never know. I've been doing this for a very long time. Uh, some may argue too long. <laughs> but uh, it's it, someone once told me that you don't want to just end everything. You just want to pivot. 
You want to find something that not only challenges you once again, but sparks a little bit of enjoyment and excitement in you. Because again, that's the whole point of me doing this. To have fun, to speak to all of you, to engage, probably cause a little bit of trouble on social. I have no problem doing that. And hey, I got to meet a lot of great people along the way. I hope I continue to do that. And um, there's just so much great technology in this game. It's a new ways to enjoy the game that I think there are other ways. Uh, there are ways other than the written word that I would like to explore a little bit more. And that's what we're going to do. So I'm going to be around. Um, you can follow me all over social. You can send me that email, adamacgolfandfilter.com. But uh, for now, the website is going to uh, be no longer. But please go out and subscribe to us, uh, to this podcast, over at Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can also find us on Google, Stitcher, all the places. Uh, And go out to our YouTube channel. I'd really enjoy that. If you went out to the YouTube channel right now, primarily, it is uh, rebroadcasts of podcasts like this. We do have a few reviews out there. There's some other random videos that I should probably clean up. But uh, go out there. Take a look at it. Be an early adopter, so to speak. And uh, hopefully you like what you see. So thanks for sticking with me, folks. That's all we got for you this week. We'll be back again next week. Uh, Well, maybe not next week because it's the 4th of July. We might take a little break. haven't decided yet. That's the autonomy I have by doing this. Uh, But anyway, thanks for hanging out. Uh, We'll talk soon.